Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome everybody. Southern Sports Central here live. We're excited to uh, get you guys up and running here this afternoon. Of course, uh, we are in Shipyard Park here in Mount Pleasant. And, uh, of course, uh, we've got a lot of exciting things happening here tonight because we have got about 11 different high schools all the way up to about 11 different players. So we're going to give you a rundown here in a little bit, but we've got Bishop Aitlin in-house tonight. We've got West Ashley, James Island, Wando. Berkeley has got somebody representing tonight from the Sacks, Oceanside, and how about Academic Magnet? Now, of course, uh, we've got the field kind of moved around a little bit different here tonight as, uh, you know, we've moved up the home plate probably about 50 feet. And, and after thinking about it and looking at it, it actually, dead center, it helps that. Not sure if it's going to help the 325 to the left or the 330 to the right. But that's okay. Because tonight... It's all about the seniors, the class of 2020. These young men graduated a few months ago, and tonight they'll have their their heyday tonight. It's going to be a fun day. We're going to be doing a lot of double dipping. Eugene is going to jump on here in a little bit. We'll talk to him about what's going on with, of course, uh, his productiveness in the last three weeks. And I've got to give him a lot of credit for this event here tonight at Shipyard Park because he has put a lot into it. He's uh, gone the extra mile. He's gotten together to make sure that everything is in place, and he's very much a neg- He's a nervous Nancy here tonight. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk to him in just a little bit. But uh, we'll, we'll go through the list here throughout tonight's broadcast. And it's going to be similar to the one we did in Somerville, but it's going to have a different touch when it comes to the outs. So instead of it being time, we're going to go in out format. So we'll kind of give into that, and we'll give you the rundown, and I'll have you change here in a little bit. Of course, he'll jump in here and uh, have that conversation with us. And without further ado, let's bring the man in and stuff. James, what a uh, what a great performance you put together, and how can we kick off here, brother? Well, he's trying to get situated here. We're uh, going to put everything put together. And uh, okay, so so basically, when you start to kind of look at tonight, you've done everything you needed to do to put this thing together. And uh, you've got about what? How many different teams here? We're looking at it here. About seven different high schools, eleven different dudes. Yeah, we have uh, seven different high schools. Uh, we have twelve. Uh, We're represented by Wando, uh, Berkeley, Oceanside, James Island, West Ashley, um, over Academic Magnet, and Bishop England. So we've got all this going on here. And then if you start to kind of look at the other aspect of it, got some big hitters coming here tonight. Tonight, this was a little bit different because it wasn't like the Somerville one. It was a little bit closer to these young kids. You know, in the middle of the summer, but yet we're hitting these young guys towards the end, Eugene. And so when you look at the list of batting tonight, well, let's talk about the guys that you have coming in. Do you have a list in front of you as far as the line of the turn? 
I do have the lineup, and we're starting out with uh, Big McCoy from Bishop Eagleton. He'll be leading off. Uh, second uh, at bat will be Elias, and Mr. Elias hails a West Ashley. Uh, then uh, batting third is Gray Sobel, uh, representing Oceanside. Uh, a guy that comes in batting fourth, which is ironic, is kind of a cleanup spot, is uh, Big Sino, Connor Sino from uh, Wando. He's headed over to the University of South Carolina. Then we go back over to Bishop England with big Mr. Anderson, uh, who also, I believe, is a pitcher. He's a pretty big dude looking on the mound there. But you know, we'll be able to see these guys if you want to look out through the scoreboard in the middle of the field. We have some nice pictures and uh, some things like that. These guys will be able to feature them up on the screen. But uh, So then we're going to go back over to um, West Asher with Mr. Dunn next. Followed up behind Mr. Dunn, batting seventh, will be Jed Hudson, who's representing Berkeley High School. Uh, back over to Mount Pleasant for Grant Harris and Oceanside. And then we have the uh, l- latest entry is Mr. Uh, if you want to pronounce it, Vera Swami. Mr. Vera Swami is uh, representing Academic Magnet. Um, then we are headed over to James Island, bringing him in, Mr. Morris. Uh, back over to Mount Pleasant with the uh, final batter representing Wando. And that's Mr. Bone. And then we're going to finish it up with Big Deer and Craft representing Oceanside. So that's the 12 guys. That's the batting order for the first round. Uh, we should be ready to get going here soon. Well, it should be a good time here tonight. Again, we've got a lot going on. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more here. What's going on here with the Home Run Derby? Don't go anywhere. You're not just in. Southern Sports Central Live on location. Home Run Derby. I can't stand this close to you. Oops. I'm I'm on mute. Oh, I can hear you through me. That's what I'm saying. We can't stand this place. Well, you you're gonna be out there. I heard just first time. <laughs> I don't understand what. Yep.
Test, test, test. Test one, two. That, that works, actually. But we're good. I'm good. I got it. All right, guys, welcome back here. Southern Four Central coming to you live, and we're at the Shipyard Park getting ready to get underway here tonight as uh, we are excited to have the first annual 2020 Home Run Derby brought to you by our friends here at the Shipyard Park at Southern Sports Central working together. And I'm going to sit back here and let you listen to the gentleman getting ready to give the Lord's Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the glorious day today. Thanks for awesome weather. And, Lord, thank you. For Shipyard, uh, providing this awesome venue for these seniors to um, have one last go at it out here on the field. Lord, we thank you for the seniors that are presented here at various uh, schools. Um, thank you for their willingness and thank you for those coming out to support them. Pray for safety, first and foremost, out here, uh, not just with COVID, but just with bodily uh, injuries. Lord, I just pray for safety for these guys and for the guys on the mound and uh, just Lord, thank you so much for uh, these guys. And I, whatever their future holds, Lord, whether it's college, whether it's military, whatever it is, I just ask for blessings on these guys. They had a tough year in 2020 with the season being cut short, and I know that leaves a big void. But, Lord, uh, you can fill that void, and I pray that those can find you if they don't already know you, Lord. So thank you so much for this opportunity. And, again, we just lift up this evening to you and ask for your blessing. And we ask in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. We'll go ahead and uh, do a national anthem now. We can rise, remove our caps. I'll have a flag flying on a video board in left field. Let's honor America by playing over national anthem for men and women who have served our country and currently
ladies and gentlemen, just like that, we're underway here at the Shipyard Park. Eugene is going to go from producing the radio show to producing the names of the athletes here tonight. Eugene, you got me picked up pretty easy? Hey, guys, I just want to thank everybody for coming out. Uh, All right, so it should be a huge night tonight on the ballpark here. It's live from Southern Sports Center. You know, the one thing that we love to do, what we do, is, uh, is do things like this. Now, we get an opportunity to talk to so many guys on the radio. We get so many chances to see these young men in the football field. But to get out here at the Diamond, to get out here at the high school league, to have a moment with these guys, is it, it's a big deal. And we're excited about it here tonight. We're going to be interviewing these young men as they, they come off the field. They'll come over to me. They'll introduce themselves. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to them about their plans here in the upcoming season, whether it be going out to the field, and uh, we're going to kind of kind of sit here just a little bit and uh, let Eugene just a little bit. So uh, you'll hear Eugene coming up in the background. So hang tight. This is, of course, uh, a starting lineup for tonight's game. Starting lineup. If there is a family member, a parent, a grandparent, someone in the stands, if you just want to stand up when we call your player's name, uh, guys, y'all just come on out in the field. Uh, take a take a bow, take a wave, whatever it is. Acknowledge your family and friends supporting you. Uh, batting first is uh, Mr. McCoy. Where's he at? He's out here. All right, good. From Bishop England, McCoy is here. Batting second, where's Mr. Elias from West Ashley? He's coming. Come on out, bud. All right. All right. Well, you do. Do me a favor. What you want to do is have them come to me after they bat. Come over and we'll interview them after every bat. All right. Batting four, Mr. Chino from Mondo. Batting fifth, Mr. Anderson, Bishop England. Batting six, John, West Ashley. Batting seventh, Jed Hudson, Berkeley. Batting uh, eight, eight. Grant Harris, Lucian Next up, Mr. Irishwami, academic Guys, we're going to go through the first round. You're going to have 
Two minutes and 30, 30 seconds. seconds. You can you have, can have one, one timeout. Time you can call it at any time. We'll stop the clock. Got it? Got it? So many, so many home runs, runs you get first, first round. round. What we'll do is we get them grouped up. You're going to do 12, 12 outs at some time? Oh, he's, he's afraid of losing balls. balls. He goes three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's afraid he's of losing balls. balls. Um, so what we're, we're going to do is we've got you paired up. The first, the first four, you're in bracket. Next four, you're in bracket. You're in bracket. We'll have winners, and then we're going to have one wild card. And then what we're going to do is after you're done batting, please come over here and talk to Richie. He's going to interview you about what's going on in your life, where you're going, and what you're doing, things like that. All right? All right, guys. You ready to go? All right. Let's go. Nice to meet you, going, ladies and gentlemen. Eugene, great job, brother. I tell you what, man, you might have a might have a future in this thing. <laughs> I'm trying to. Do I got to give him a game time. ball for not messing up any of the names so far, and it's early. Over under, how many times he makes a mistake tonight? I'm going to go over at least seven. And there's one. <laughs> and we're underway here, I believe, as batter number one has stepped up here from Bishop England, and there's a drive to. A little bit short there. Bounces off the left field fence. There's a shot of five. But they got to get him up and moving just a little bit here. All right. So welcome to the Shipyard Park, Bishop England. First up here. There's a drive dead center and just a little bit short there. Going through this lineup here. Starting off with Jaron McCoy. Batch right. While attending Bishop England High School, played baseball and football, and the baseball was a catcher, and the football uh, was a receiver. This young man here has got a nice stroke there. It's good for base hits. There's one just a bit high, and it's going to come on the infield. He was also a region all-low country safety. This fall, he'll be attending Clemson University, where he'll be studying engineering. With, in the Honors College. This kid's a scholar on top of it. That one may have enough. It's going back, 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 and it's out of here. There's one. Nope. Just short. And he's going to hit this one to the deepest part of the field. It's 390. That's hitting 370. Again, batting right now, Jaron McCoy from Bishop England. There's a stroke dead center field way too high, and the wind blowing a little bit if you're a right-handed batter out of the left side towards the water. There's a nice stroke, dead center. That's again not gonna do much. And I'm kind of new to this phenomenal facility. I want to thank the hospitality from those at the shipyard. We're gonna get some coaches in here. Coach Call may jump in here. He's out here. Coach McCoy, the coach from James Island, supposed to be out here. That's a shot. That's gonna you count that one in the bucket, and it's getting splashed. Home run number one of the 2020 home run derby. There's a stroke just rolled off the bat. Eugene, you've seen a lot of baseball, brother. I don't know if you can hear me as good, man, but uh, it looks like if they can get it just right going out of the left side, it carries out a little bit better than if they uh, try to keep it in the middle of the field. There's a stroke. Got to do it. So he retires with one home run. Congratulations, Jerry McCoy. Going to get the first one. Here we go right now as we're looking up now, coming up. 
from West Ashley. Going to have to move some papers around here. A lot. He's a uh, third baseman, a catcher, future plans, earns an associate degree after two years. Warm up here. USC, Sumter, and then finished his final two years at a four-year college by playing baseball. So he's got big dreams, and there's a big hit, dead center field. Let's see if it has enough, and it bounces off the top, and it hits the yellow. There you see it just barely getting in and out. Hey, Owen Adam. Got a lot of young cats here from the JV programs helping out today, shagging balls, catching. Getting that pipeline ready. Here's a chasing one out the right side. All right, here we go. Counting out. All right, Eugene. Can you hear me, Eugene? Yeah, we got to get you working, yeah, man. You over here watching baseball, brother. Uh, no, we, we, got time. We, got, we, we got a big man on the mic, so you and I, man, we're going to talk this thing out a little bit here. You watched the first oh, batter. Heads up. You had to see Jaron McCoy do what he had to do. I thought he hit the ball well, but he was a great base hitter. He got that one where the wind was able to carry it out of the left field, but so far early, one batter in, second batter up. What are you seeing out of this part compared to what we saw at summer? Well, the ball seemed to, I don't know, they, they don't seem to carry and fly just as fast out of here. You know, it's a little bit more humid today than it was. Um, but, you know, there's one guy some shot right there, buddy. Wow, over the scoreboard. So, maybe they destroy that theory. There's another shot there, so we've got... This big man can hit the ball. I wish we had his weight and his size here. This kid's built like a catcher. Oh, we that's actually. It's going to be close. And that's. Oh, there's two. Did it go? Yeah. That's three home runs, Eugene? Yeah. There's a stroke right down towards the shot, shortstop. That's exactly what you want. There you go. Oh. This kid's wow, got a nice touch on the ball. He can hit it hard, and he hits it <laughs> in the gap. This is one of those that's got to hit on the other side of the fence, and that one's oh, eight eight up outs. in the air with eight outs. There's oh, a nice stroke there. Got a, lot of, got a lot of power in that swing. So i got to get you designating these kids after they leave to come this way. I got gotcha. you. All right. How many home runs is that one, Eugene? Four. Four home runs. Oh, I think that one might That one's going to be trouble. Dead center field. It travels to the warning track and over the fence for five. How about that one? Dead center field, 390, every bit of 391 and some change. Straight up it goes. All right. We've got one more out to go. There you go. Big time play there. We'll get the big man. Flash. Flash. If we can get some conversation with some of these young guys here. Uh, Again, welcome to the Shipyard Park 2020 Uh, Home uh, Run uh, Derby. It's all you, big guy. Not bad. All right, so we're here live now with the young man that just finished it. I'm going to let you pronounce your name because I don't want to 
disrespect to you, Mom, or anybody else, man. How do you, how do you pronounce your name? Vonu Elias. All right, Elias. I'm going to go with Elias. It's that easy, though. Man, five across the board, man. Your last one, your best one, about 391, dead center field almost. Uh, first of all, man, what, what's been going on the last three three months since you've been out of school, at least? A whole bunch of practice at North Charleston Dixie League. No point. Just still getting after it. So you guys are into the World Series, correct? Yeah, we go to Bama on Friday, Friday morning. Well, Friday morning. You're going with you, a, team, a couple teammates. Uh, one of the guys, I believe, is uh, Berkeley Stagg, who was going to try to come out, wasn't able to make yeah, it here. But, uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Ziegler's listening. <laughs> so tell us, man, what's it like to be back out here? And you've seen a lot of these guys that you grew up playing with, you've been playing high school baseball with. What's it like to get out here and compete against some of these guys one more time before you guys go up to college? I mean, it's just fun after having a senior season go out like that and then having an event like this, getting us ready to go to college, putting on one for t- one more time for our schools. So I'm looking at your list here, man. USC Sumter, then you're going to go to your final two years at a four-year school to play baseball. Are you going go to go USC Sumter to play football? Yes, sir. excited about that, man. It's a great school. they got a lot of great academics on top of it, man. Your major, what are you going to major in when you get there? Sports management. There you go, man. You're going to get back a little bit, man. Well, congratulations. Hopefully, we'll get some more conversations and just come back over anytime, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. He hit five just moments ago. Eugene, uh, this young man has got some power, by the way. The guy that I just talked to, he's a, he built like a catcher. You know, he's got those tree trunk legs. You can definitely see he can get under it and get after it. And there's a hit across the mound as well. Yeah, no doubt, man. He was just saying earlier, you know, so all we got to do is just get up under there, get that ball out. Speaking of another one, here comes one up here, you know, his first practice swing. Uh, off the field, now he has three home runs and great silver. And here we go here, of course, uh, I believe this is one of Oceanside's big guys here hitting the ball pretty well. Gray Sobel, he's gotten three, you said, out of the park. Big That's deal here. Three. I like that, uh, that, that ocean, the Oceanside uh, swag he's got on the wife beater, homemade. Oh. There's one guy. Yeah, no doubt. I uh, got onto him a little bit for not rocking the practice jersey, but, you know, he's just a big guy. He's uh, headed to Citadel after this. He's actually uh, got a, a, quite a big brain on his head. Uh, his mom was telling me earlier that uh, he qualified for the Citadel Honors College and was picking up an extra 10 grand because of it. This one, he's trying to go opposite field, and he's going to hit the warning track in the weight room at the same time. Man, oh, man, way to go opposite field here. Has some arms on him, and he drives out when that one's got room, and it's going to take a bath. Into the water it goes. Tack that one for four. Man, I make fun of him talking about the weight room. He's, oh my bat, watch this. Four on the dime, and there's another quick shot. And again, you know, it, home run derby is kind of a different deal here because I'm not saying these kids can't hit it. I'm just saying the object of the game is to hit it on the other side of the fence. Still ripping the ball. Here's another drive, and this one looks like it's just a bit shy. Eugene, let me give you this mic here, buddy. I can go back and forth. I think it's a little easier for you to communicate here is this one. I can hear you a little bit better, too, by the way, brother. But uh, 390, that one bouncing off the back of the wall here. He's up to four is Mr. Sobel. We'll introduce you to him here in just a little bit. We're excited to get these young men in here and have these conversations. Again, if you're just listening to us now, we're coming to you live from Oceanside oh, Park. Pal. Okay, so before you started for Oceanside Academy, Region Player of the Year, played catcher and pitcher, committed to the Citadel, also played linebacker and defensive back. 
for the Land Sharks. And boy, did they have a sensational season last year. I think they were scheduled to have a pretty good baseball team. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they had actually just competed in the state championship, went to the final last year, lost in a two-game, three-game set to uh, Landrum. There you go. Up to nine outs, and he's going to take nine that outs. one. So, Kadar, how many outs do we have left? Three. That's academic magnet. <laughs> and there yeah. you go, a deep shot. Yeah, that was coming off the bat there. Sobel sitting here on four home runs here. Oh, oh. just got off of that one. And Gray Sobel with four home runs there. Good at bat there. Nothing to hang your head down. And good stuff there is we're going to get in here with the young man and have a conversation. He comes over. I'd say he needs to hit the weight room, but that'd be an understatement. The kid's pretty big. What's up, bud? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. So you're going to go to the Citadel. First of all, let's talk about that, man. You decide that you want that discipline. What was it about that Citadel commitment that made you go into it? And then talk about your education, your major, and sports. You're going to do any sports while you're there. Yeah, so I'm committed to play baseball there, and um, I really chose the Citadel because I'm interested in going to CIA or FBI. I'm done with baseball, and I feel like that's going to be in a good position. So you get a job in that field. You know, I'm playing on major in counterterrorism. So, you know, I'm really interested in stuff like that. Now, of course, I was able to follow you guys in the football world. I didn't get as close to you in the baseball world, of course. So you had Coach Greer there. He taught you a lot of things. I'm sure you were able to carry that and watch you guys last year all the way up to Barnwell. And, of course, that was a heck of a good shot there. And uh, you, you started to kind of put everything together. You know, how much are you taking what you've learned from Coach Greer and your big-time baseball coach uh, that you're going to carry with you to the Citadel? Yeah, pretty much everything. They've instilled a lot of good traits in me, especially Coach Greer with his, <laughs> his, his values and mission program and all that stuff. It's kind of ingrained in my head at this point. And Coach Suits, you know, he teaches me, like, fundamentals, how to play hard, like, play the right way. And I think I'll carry all that stuff on, like, not just in baseball, but in life, too. And when you look at it, Gray, first of all, man, you, you work hard. I've seen a lot of your work ethics on Twitter, thanks to social media, your huddle and all that stuff. How much have you done since March? Are you playing travel ball? Are you part of some of these other teams that are getting out and about? What have you been doing since March? I've been playing with the Diamond Devils, 18U team. Cena's um, on it, too. And, and we've been playing pretty much every weekend this summer. It's been a lot of good work in. I've been working out um, pretty much every day during the week with a strength coach at OCA, Evan Gates. He's really good. Oh, I think we got our first one out of Cino. Keep it up, buddy. We'll see you here in just a minute. Just keep coming back by. All right, good stuff there, Mr. Gray. So he's heading to the Citadel. He's going to play baseball for the Bulldogs, and you'll be able to hear his name, I'm sure, quite a bit. This kid has got a work ethic. He talked about his conditioning, Coach. Uh, coach Gates, I haven't a chance to know him pretty well. And uh, this is, uh, again, we talk high school coaches. We talk their, their, their head baseball coach or the football coach or the basketball coach. But realistically, let's let's give love to those trainers, man. These guys are putting up with them, and they're loving on them. They're they're their best friend and their worst enemy, all in one. Eugene, I'm going to bring you back in. And uh, again, I, I didn't get a chance to watch this young man at Wando uh, this year. We were hoping to do that with the season coming up, but uh, I know this young man, of course, uh, Cino, a three-year varsity at starter over at Wando for the Warriors. He's a catcher and uh, a corner infielder. Is that what it is? There committed to the University of South Carolina, where he'll study in business. Yeah, that's correct. He's also known as the big baller over there. I think he's led the conference in RBIs and this, that, and the other, and pretty much every hitting uh, category there is. 
Yeah, this guy here can definitely rip it. He's coming off the left side. A lot of people wanted to see uh, what him and Brody Hopkins could possibly do in a head-to-head matchup, along with a lot of big-time hitters here. Uh, good guy. Pretty good chance you'll see these two guys, of course. Uh, a lot of these guys uh, will be playing against each other as uh, the Citadel does play the Gamecocks. And... Oh, there's a shot, Rich. That's a pretty high, pretty high, pretty high, and just short. Yes, no. Nope. No. Stayed in. No home run. So he's sitting at zero. And we saw this in Somerville. When we were in Somerville, they had some big guys here with some pretty big expectation. Too high. I think that's <laughs> There you go there. That was close. What a facility here as we're coming to you live from Shipyard Park, the Southern Sports Central Home Run Derby 2020 dead center field. The wind's going to catch it, bring it back in, and it is out of here. Gone, dead center. Look at that. 393 in the bathtub. Here we go, guys, again. There's a hot shot. Bounce off just foul. Oh, that might have a chance, Rich. We're going to see if he's got him back to the wall. And the winning track. Oh, nice catch out there. There's a shot oh, there. That's way, gone. way up in the air it goes, and it's going to for sure. That's it. He's up to three home runs right now. That's a shot. That's without a doubt. That should hit the other field, and it does. <laughs> That's a little ring-a-ding-ding on the yeah. Trying to get everything together. Greg Sobel, by the way, with four home runs. Anderson with five home runs. And what did we end up getting with uh, Elijah from West Ashley? Hold on one second. So right now we have McCoy in the first round with one. Lapsino has four as of now. Gotcha. I'm going to rely on you to get all this, keep us up to date with that since you're standing by the scorekeeper. We have a great scorekeeper over here. We do. There's a deep shot, and that one's got some room, but it's going to go too high. Nope, nope, nope. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. And how many was that for him? We had four. We had four home runs. You like how I said I was a pitcher. (laughs) What's up, brother? All right, man. So uh, looking at your your list here that we got from you, three-year varsity starter for Wando, the Warriors over there, of course, catcher and a corner infielder. No football on the register there. No, that wasn't your thing, huh? How about Will Pickering? You know that kid? Is he pretty good? He hits like a beast. He's small as I'll get out, but he's – oh, my God, isn't he? He laid out Brody Hopkins. You see that? <laughs> Brody's listening. That's why I'm saying oh, no. this. Brody was on my team, so right, I right, gave right. a lot of stuff for that one. Right. So, man, you, you know, you had a couple good balls here, man. I don't think you're done by no chance here, but uh, you haven't stopped playing, right? You, you've been keep going. You, you've been able to kind of get it after there and grind. Tell us, man, you're committed to the University of South Carolina, the University of South Carolina, by the way. Um, why did you pick South Carolina, and, and how much contact have you had with that coaching staff, with Coach Kingston and everybody, and what position are you going to play in Columbia? 
Well, right now, my my number one job basically is to go over there and try to hit best I can. And uh, honestly, I'll play wherever they need me to, corner infield, corner outfield, catch whatever I need. But uh, my main thing is I got to get my bat in that lineup, try my best to do that. And uh, what was the question again? So let's talk about your major. We just kind of keep it going, man. We got time here. They're moving some things around here. So you know, I went up that fall when I was there, of course. Uh, I majored in broadcast journalism, i.e. the broadcasting stuff here, and some business. What are you majoring in when you get up there? I'm majoring in business as well. So, uh, yeah, pretty exciting to see what I can do with that and uh, see how far my baseball can take. I'm trying to ride that thing out as far as I can. Have you had much conversation? Who's your contact guy up there? Is it Coach Kingston or is it position I've, coach? I've talked to Coach the Couch up there, Coach Couch up there. I haven't talked as much to Kingston as I have the Couch. I've been in contact with him a bit. Now, once you committed to the Gamecocks, how big a role was it for you to start getting other guys to come to South Carolina? You became the recruited, and now you were the recruiter. How, did that play a role for you during the uh, after committing? Well, no, I mean – I don't know. I mean, a lot of the guys, I mean, a lot of my uh, friends in the Buffalo North Carolina, the younger guys that I talk to that play, I mean, they always love to go there. So, I mean, if they keep working hard, I'd, I'd love to see them there, too. Well, there's a kid in Somerville. He's a junior. Mr. Messina. Oh, yeah. How much do you guys talk about it? Because he's committed. He's waiting his time. He's got one more year. But you guys keep in contact and uh, go back and forth a little bit? I actually haven't been in contact with him that much. But on the field, I always talk to him when I see him. I've been in the home interview with him, too. I've talked to him whenever I can. So, uh, But, yeah, I know him pretty well from playing with him. And he's a beast on the field. So uh, I can't wait to see him up there, too. Cool, man. We'll come back by after you get another round in. Appreciate right, it. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, checking in with the – Gamecock, he is. He will be going to the University of South Carolina here the next couple of weeks. That was a question I should have asked him here. Is uh, things have kind of been, you know, drug a little bit. It's not been, you know, the normal sports time. And uh, you know, it's real when uh, Kevin Villadeus here, by the way. Kevin's here from Channel Five. He was with us on Sunday night. Uh, back to, by the way, uh, Facebook is up and running for Kevin. Um, that definitely wasn't you. It's still not up and running. It's not up and running. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man, Facebook's the real deal here. Welcome everybody here at uh, the Shipyard Park. Going to bring you back in. Eugene's over there uh, fraternizing with the scorekeeper. Hopefully he's not messing him up. Eugene, man, I think with this kid right here from right. Uh, Bishop England, this kid's got some power. Yeah, no doubt. He's also a linebacker on the football team as well. He started out with a bomb. Yeah, there you go there as he kind of gets up and running, one in, one out. And he's going to wait for that pitch. You know, the thing is, we'd we like to say that these guys have been sitting around, but we all know, Eugene, that these kids have been playing travel ball. We just talked to some of the kids from West Ashley. They're actually going to Alabama. They're going to play in the World Series. That's a big deal as well. So, yeah, again, baseball hasn't stopped like everything else has. Yeah, you know, we just – we were fortunate to get those guys here. They actually, Coach, let them come back in from Myrtle Beach last night just to participate. Good stuff here. And this young man from Bishop England, we're going to give you a rundown on him here in just a few minutes. As it, uh, I believe this is William Anderson, right-handed pitcher committed to uh, University of South Carolina Lancaster, where he plans on majoring in sports medicine. Played linebacker yeah. for the Bishops. They talked about uh, some good baseball around the low country, and I don't think that the Bishops get quite the, uh, the love they deserve because I watched them in the IP class four or five years ago, and I believe they won it that year. Oh, that's the year Somerville was there as well, and, uh, you know, they've put together some great talent, not only on the boys' side of things, but in the girls'. Oh, oh, oh. And we've just seen our first hit by pitch. Man, brushed him off the plate by hitting him in the ribcage. That's why we have insurance. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and okay. Great crowd here tonight. Want to thank everybody for making the trip wherever you came from. He's pushing my insurance policy. <laughs> That's what you got it for. Giving some love to the young catcher from Oceanside, who uh, the JV player that stepped up to take in some work tonight. And a bit outside. Eugene, a good crowd tonight, man. It was, yeah, well, yeah, you got to wait on your pitch here, man. That's the cool thing about it. But, you know, comparatively to where we were a month ago to where we are tonight, you know, we're going to do this every year. You know, I'd like to see us maybe even get some of the kids from Somerville and just do the, the low country home run derby in the future. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. And he watches it. Oh. There you go. Well, you know, and that would be cool if we could have a little bit longer time, maybe if, in a little bit cooler weather, start it earlier in the day, you know, early afternoon and have um, have a, a round. Right. And then follow up with another round with a different set of schools, of course. Good stuff here. And, again, we are very, um, very pleased with this uh, hospitality from the shipyard, from all the uh, family members that allowed their – Young men to be a part of this, the coaches that agreed to allow this to happen. This has been quite a project. Eugene has done a phenomenal job. We've got trophies to hand out here tonight. Stay tuned to that. As long as we're within our three-hour window, you'll get that as well. Good music in the background. That one's going to go just a bit left. And, uh... <laughs> Coming up to this final out. Give me a number on him, Eugene. Home runs he's got. Before you bring we got four in. home runs. Four's kind of the big number there, man. He's a big dude, by the way. Get him to come this way here in just a little bit. Coming off. Batting there, four home runs. William Anderson committed to the University of South Carolina Lancasters. He's going to join me here in just a second. We'll talk to him about his up and coming future here. Man, he's a big kid, man. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Good stuff, man. So we're uh Pretty pretty big performance, man. So, uh, first of all, let's catch up a little bit, man. What you been up to since March? All I've been doing is just working out and bowing pretty much, getting ready for college. So, do you realize as a right-handed pitcher, being a former pitcher in college, hitting is not something we do. Are you okay with that? Yes, sir. What have, that, what have, what have you guys talked about? I know you're going to the University of South Carolina, uh, Lancaster, right? So, with that being said, how much conversation have you had with your coaches and, and, and what type of workout plans? Are they sending you to that as well? I've been uh, in close contact with them, telling them everything I've been doing, whether it's a workout or throwing or what I've been doing. All right, here we go. Are you playing any travel ball? Are you working out with anybody? Are you just kind of working on your deal? So I played in the Myrtle Myrtle Beach Baseball League, which is all rising freshmen through seniors. I did pretty good in that. It's got to be kind of cool well, playing something like that. I'm originally from Myrtle Beach, by the way, so I'm familiar with that. They've actually had one of those here in Charleston at one point. What was it like, though? Did you get to play with any future teammates? Did you get to play with anybody that you kind of been watching a long time and maybe had a chance to play with them for the first time? Uh, yes, sir. I got to play with one of my future teammates, who's a rising freshman also, Nolan Edwards. That's nice. You'll need him going into the hill when you get up there. What, so are you going to be a starter? Are you going to come in as relief or set up? What's your spot? You know yet? I'm hoping to be a short relief closer type of guy because my endurance is uh, I throw hard, but can't too hard for so when you look at it, by the way, you play a little football, man. Uh, pretty good season this past year. Bishops, man, you guys, y'all are some athletes. Not only on the guys' side, but your girls play some pretty solid sports, too. 
how much are you going to miss that, man? How much do you look back at it now? There's Friday Night Lights. You see these young kids coming up. They don't even know if they're going to play Friday night, right? What's it mean to you to have the final one out of the way, but now you're going to kind of look back and, and, and kind of close your eyes? What's the memory on your days on the football field that you always remember? Um, I think beating Georgetown on homecoming night. Yeah. Cool. What's your major, man? What you looking to do when you get up there to USC? Uh, sports med. All right, we have our first one. Cool, man. Well, good luck to you. Come back over here when you get a chance. Thank you. All right, there you go, gentlemen. He had uh, four home runs as we just checked in with William Anderson, right-handed pitcher committed to the University of South Carolina, Lancaster. Lexington, excuse me, Lancaster. I was right there where he plans on majoring in sports medicine, played linebacker for the Bishops as well here. West Ashley is now back up there. And, of course, uh, these were two guys that we weren't sure we were going to be able to catch in here with them. But uh, we are, of course, uh, now in here, if I'm not mistaken, Garrett Dunn. Played first base, left-handed pitcher. Coming out the left side on the batting. Future plans committed and attending Coker College in the fall. The father his baseball career. How many home runs he got there, Eugene? He got one. He got a bunch of close ones. He's hitting the ball a good stride, just not enough to get it out. We'll check in here in just a minute with Mr. Garrett. Um, hey, <clears throat> Chad Hudson's a bet. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Good, man. So let's talk a little bit about what you got going on here. Of course, uh, we're with Garrett Dunn, first base, left-handed pitcher, going to Coker College. Man, let's talk a little bit about your decision to go to Coker. Why go to Coker and, and further your not only your, your, your athletic, but also your academic? Uh, because I never had a good uh, physical therapy program, and I want to be a physical therapist. And it's a good it's not very big. Oh, it hung up there. You can get around it easily. It's going to be a good fit that's Hartsville, right? That's up there in the uh, PD area, correct? Baseball. I'm familiar with that area now. You've been playing some baseball. You guys are heading to Alabama, is that right? Are you part of that group going to the Dixie Youth World Series? That's, that's a big deal. I've played in two of them, actually. Well, yeah, two. The third one we didn't get a chance to get into. But uh, what, what is the atmosphere with everybody because of what's happened with COVID? You guys getting around. What are they doing with you guys to keep everybody socially distanced? And how much are they paying attention to make sure everything's kind of wiped off? Pretty much not really. Like at the end of the game, we're not like shaking hands. Or just, like, our hats. Let's go, Chad. Uh, <laughs> well, do me a favor, man. Make sure you come back over after each round and say hello to us. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. He's heading, of course, uh, to Coker College when he gets done here. Maybe he's a left-handed batter, and uh, he, of course, uh, has a great swing on him. But that left-handed arm is going to get him pretty distant. Now we're up here with Jed Hudson. That's right, three-year starter, played catcher in first base. Committed to Southern Westland. Also played football for the Stags. So we got a lot to talk about with this young man. The only thing we didn't get is the size for these kids, but this kid's a monster. He's every bit of what you would think of a Monk's Corner kid for sure. Definitely didn't uh, skip out on the Music Man barbecue. What do you think? <laughs> He's actually 6'2", 210. He played middle linebacker for him. Oh, I know. I saw. Yeah, we went to Monk's Corner. Yeah, we, we made a trip to Berkeley. <laughs> it was a long night. It didn't start that way. There's a shot. All right. going to go into the pool. 
I mean, this kid's just got such a smooth oh. swing. I mean, you look at the way it's just fundamentals. It's getting through the zone. It's, I mean, it's almost textbook. I mean, before it even gets off the bat, we're giving him credit for it. I mean, this kid here is definitely yeah, that's out. That's out. putting on a show. Big-time hitter here coming at you from Berkeley. Monk's Corner, South Carolina, putting another one in the pond. We might want to get somebody with a scuba suit, and let's get us some uh, baseballs back. Dory's going to have him. He's not going to do well. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> Good time here at the baseball field. Good crowd here tonight as you look around. A lot of big time. And, by the way, I believe if I'm looking at it right – Eugene, we got James yes, Allen's football coach here, buddy. What's that? I think that's James Allen's football coach over there with the uh, the orange on. The boys here? I believe him. Yeah, sure. I believe so. I want to get him over here and hand him a microphone. We're going to get Joe Call to come down here in just a little bit as well. That one's got nothing but a shot there. And that one there is going to hit on the other side of the bank. Hey, Garrett. <laughs> You hear Eugene in the background giving shout out. He's uh he's like a kid in a candy store here. Oh, yeah. oh. And that one. <laughs> it's in the drink, baby. How many has he hit? Like fifteen? Where are we at, C Bucks? No, home run. Ten out. Two more to go. He's up to twelve. Yeah, I think he's feeling pretty good. We are thirteen. 13. I'm not even going to write it down until he's done. He's got two outs here. And, of course, uh, Jed Hudson joining us here. We're going to have this conversation with this young man in just a few minutes here. He's going to hit his last one. You're listening to us. We're coming to you live from Shipyard Park. That's a shot. And that one at the water park, ladies and gentlemen. There's another one. Man, this kid's a beast. Where's he going to play baseball? <laughs> he's going to uh, Westland. Yeah, maybe we should call the Red Sox. <laughs> My God, this kid's a beast. Coach he, the, thing, the problem is he had some injuries last yeah. couple of seasons, so. And that's out. That's 15. This kid's hitting it hard. We'll get with Kevin here before oh, he That's hits. it. Get him over here. Hey, hand him your microphone. Just tell him to bring that microphone with him. That's pretty impressive there. Of course, uh, 15 home runs. In Berkeley, oh, do the stags show up in fashion. Holy moly, this kid's big. What's up, buddy? Yeah, you might be hot. Let's see if you got your hot, man. Let's see here. Yeah, you're hot. Yeah, Eugene was good. What's up, man? So I think you joined us on the radio, didn't you? Oh, yeah, you did. You did a good job. Thank you. Yeah, so that's pretty easy. You're not even out of breath. I know. You ready to go again? Yes, sir. How about football? You got some of that left in you? Oh, I can football. <laughs> I know. I watched you guys. We played you guys in double overtime because I was doing the radio broadcast for Somerville. Really? Yeah, that's Joe Cole right there. <laughs> yeah, so that's how this works out. It's a lot of fun. All right, man, so you're, you're going to college. This is what you're going to do. You're going to have a lot of fun here. But what does this, something like this mean for us to get you guys back together? You're competing against a lot of dudes that you've been going against for, man, your whole life, man. You know most of these kids from just growing up playing trouble, right? Yes, sir. But what does it mean for you to take 15 out of the park, man? I mean, you know, there was another kid out of Wanda. Everybody's like, hey, that's the guy coming in here. I was just thinking, just think I'm the underdog here and just try and win it all. Yeah, I like the way you think, man. So talk to us about your, your, your major, man. What are you going to major in when you go off to Southern Westland, and why did you pick this school to go play sports and also get an education? Uh, I picked exercise science as my major, and I picked Westland because 
it's just really close to some family up there, and it's also close to Clemson, of course, for football. Yeah. So. You get a little bit of Clemson fan in you. Oh, yes, sir. I got you, man. Well, Monty's not too far away. Maybe he can snatch you up. Oh, before. Yeah. If he saw this, my God, I don't know why he would snatch you up, man. <laughs> so tell me, uh, I want to know a couple of memories. First of all, we talked about this on the radio show, but we've got some new listeners tonight listening in. But uh, something in your high school moment. Let's start football, man. Because you guys had a great season last year. You guys had a great season your junior year. But what's something playing football at a town that shuts down on Friday night? Just something you always remember about being a Berkeley Stag on Friday night. Just remember the atmosphere coming in to the stadium, hitting the deer, deer song. Yep. Always gets me ramped up. Yeah. How about uh, baseball, man? I talked to Coach Cox last night. For uh, Coach Landy Cox was on the phone with me for about an hour and a half. We, told, we talked about you and about everybody else on the team, man. But give me a story about Coach Cox, man. But, uh, you know, I don't want to get you – well, you can't get in trouble, man. You graduated, brother. Give me something good, man, something that you'll always remember about a guy who I know will go to bat for you any day of the week. Um, There's a lot. Hold on. I need to think about this one. <laughs> um, I'd remember something. I know it's going to be kind of harsh on him, but, like, the Oceanside game is yeah. about – Two, maybe two years ago, we just got into like a dog fight with him. He was on third base, we yeah. and like the coaches started mouthing off to each other. And like after that, we just walked in, won the game. That's my favorite moment at Berkeley. Dude, that's awesome, man. But dude, I appreciate you coming out here tonight. I know we, uh, you know, you guys have a lot of ballers. I think would you have like six guys in your senior class? We had, yeah, around six. Six. And one of the gentlemen, real quick, an update from the young man, I believe, was in an ATV vehicle oh, yes, accident. How's he doing, man? Is he he's back on, home and getting rested? Oh, yes, sir. He's actually still in a wheelchair, but hopefully he's going to be able to walk again. That's what we're all hoping and praying. Right, so. right, sure. That's a big picture. But he's he's really upbeat about it, surprisingly. Like, if I had that happen to me, I don't know what I'd do. Nah, man, I tell you what, man. When you keep doing what you're doing, when you get done hitting 20 more in a minute, come back and let's hang out some more. Yes, sir. All, all right, right. Appreciate it, man. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, this young man came in here, and, uh, you know, he said he enjoyed it. He, he knew that he was an underdog and just took it, ran with it. 15, hours, uh, 15 home runs later, was able to put it together. Uh, Eugene, give me an update. Who's on the field with us now, buddy? I believe Oceanside is out there, correct? Yeah, we got Big Grant Harris on the field right now. We got Grant Harris on the field coming off the left side. And he's coming over here next. So, Grant Harris, a four-year starter for Oceanside Academy, played third base, received the South Carolina High School Scholar Award, committed to uh, Carolina University, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. The young man swings the bat, picks up a microphone, and let's have some conversation. What's up, brother? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great, man. So, Oceanside is what you used to do, and uh, it looks like right here, just going after your list here, committed to Carolina University and Winston-Salem. Can play some baseball? You going to play some baseball? Yes, sir. Yeah, what position are you going to play when you move up? I'm going to be playing third base. Third base, man. So, tell me about the major, man, education. You're a student athlete. Which student comes first? You're just there to get that education, play some ball while you're there. But what are you going to major in when you get there? Uh, Probably either business management or sports management. Sports management, man. So tell me some things, man. Oceanside, I know they talk a lot about their football program, their basketball program, but it's their baseball program that's actually been consistently good year after year after year before you and I look like they're going to be pretty good even after you guys, man. But give me some memories, some moments, man. What separates Oceanside when it comes to baseball? When it comes to baseball, just the atmosphere. Like, there's smaller school, so there's, like, we got a smaller team. We like the bond and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it in the in the academic side at Oceanside, I think academically, I think Oceanside does a good job preparing you guys for college, right? I mean, the setup is very familiar with what you're going to see when you guys go off to school. 
when you think back about that, and I think you were able to get some credits going into college before you even got into college, right? So tell me the difference between what you would think at a public yeah. school, you know, one of those ones like Wando or Somerville or even Berkeley compared to an Oceanside. So Oceanside partnered with Trident Tech and oh, Erskine. Wow. So I think they offer more opportunities to get into either school, but pretty much it's just all out better school. Like it prepares you like the schedules or right. basically prepare you for it and also the classes. Well, buddy, I appreciate what you do. Make sure you continue to come by here. We appreciate you participating in this. And one final thing, what does this mean to get around one more time with a bunch of dudes you've been playing ball with probably since you were a little fella right here around the Mount Pleasant area, man? What does it mean to play and compete one more time? It feels good to compete one more time. Like, it, it <laughs> ending to the season. But doing this, this – one last time. Right. Helps. Well, we appreciate you being a part of it. Enjoy the rest of the night. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Oceanside checking in with us. Grant Harris, and I'm going to give this back to Eugene. Get his mic hot. That's a cheap bracelet, buddy. You made that bracelet. We'll leave it alone. A child. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> oh, good stuff, dude. Oh, man. All right, so now I believe we're at Academic Magnet. Uh, this young man was kind of uh, a gentleman who kind of came in late here, Eugene. Tell us about this guy, name and all. Well, they're checking on some things real quick here. And, again, I uh, want to welcome you guys in commercial-free at this point. Oh, a lot of care about that. We're just checking on some lineup things. Okay. Do we need to give these guys a little bit of a break in between? Yeah, we're going to give them a little break here in between the two. Um, between second and third. Okay. So some good conversation here. I'll hand off the microphone to him. Yeah, bring him the mic and let's do what we do. All right, so we're going to Academic Magnet here. By the way, Academic Magnet is one of the best schools in the country academically, and this kid here is one of the best on the athletic field here. So I'm going to turn your – see if your mic's on real quick. See if it's hot. Hello? Yeah, you're good. So tell me your first and last name. Uh, Kedar Virasamy. Oh, man, I love it, dude. And I think he actually got it right. Whoever yeah, he did. That's pretty good. That's pretty impressive, there. right? That's one of the things, guys, what we do. We don't ever want to do any injustice to your last name. So looking at this thing, you bat left, left-handed pitcher. That's going to yes, be sir. a big deal for you. First base, I'm a lefty, too, so I get it. That's got, We're kind of pigeon-toed into that deal. Also played football over there with the Raptors heading to Williams College in Massachusetts. Ooh, yes, cold sir. weather. Yeah, a little bit. What do you pick Massachusetts for? Um, It was just the best academic school I could find hands down. I just stepped foot on campus the very first day, and – Sort of had that feeling. It's in the mountains, really trying to get close to nature, which you can't put a price on. And right. then ends up the baseball part ended up working out. So I'm pretty excited to get there and play for four years and have a good time. No doubt. So you're going to play some baseball. But meanwhile, yes, you're going to also uh, do some academics, right? Yes, so major-wise, that was a big deal. What's your major in, brother? Environmental science is the plan right now. Nice. What are you going to do with that when you graduate? Uh, probably hopefully trying to go into environmental law and find a way to save the planet. Right. Cool. Look at you, saving planets, man. That's what we do here on Southern Sports Center. Save yes, planets and hit some baseball. So yes, that being said, you're one of the best schools in the country. Yes, Definitely sir. one of the best in the state of South Carolina. You guys got that award last year, I believe. Yes, sir. right beside you is uh, – there's another school right beside you as well school that does the arts. big things, right? School of the Arts. But when you look at it, tell me your thoughts and, and uh, of going to a school like that and you get all that exposure, you know, getting here prepared. Give me something that makes your school – different than any other school like an Oceanside even? I think that every school has its strength, but I think what what Mag does a great job of doing is fostering that collaborative spirit. I think that when you have a tough problem or a, a book that's hard to read or something that you can't really figure out, um, 
of the perception of it is that it's so hard, so everyone wants you to fail so they can get ahead. Right. But I think that what ends up happening is that everyone works together and then and you surround yourself with people who have the same goals as you. And, and that makes the whole experience better for everybody. So I think that that's something you can't really no doubt. modify. And meanwhile, you're going to save the planet. We're all about that stuff too, brother. Great job yes, tonight. Sir. Let's see if we can get this one. Uh, no. I was going back. All right, man. Yes, Appreciate you, man. All Enjoy right, the yeah, night. Nice you get that back to Eugene. We'll see you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this young man. I'll tell you what. That is the fun part of what we, Gene, is that we get a chance. I mean, I don't know if you heard the interview, Eugene, but he said he was going to save the planet. Nobody has ever seen that. No doubt, man. <laughs> we got guys that are doing We got a president from Sumter. We got a gentleman that loves to read in Charlotte at Olympic right. High School. And then this young man's going to save the planet. <laughs> you know, and that's a very hard academically school, like you said, is one of the top in the country. It's been number one in the nation for the past three years. This year it's number two. But I'm going to hand this microphone off to Mr. Uh, Morris here, and I'm over to you. Mr. Morris coming over here from James Island. Bryce Morris, third. University baseball player 2020 Shipyard Showdown All Tournament Team 2020 RBI Tournament All Tournament Team Morris that's a big name on James Island and that's kind of a common name uh, a little bit and there a Coach Morris that used to be there uh, yes sir you related to that guy coach. yeah I'm not there no relation but yes, you do sir. play for Spivey yes sir you used to play at Somerville yep pretty aggressive he is, but I love him. He's a good coach. <laughs> All right, man. So great job here, man. How cool was it to get back out here and, and do some things with your brothers, do things with some other guys, and you got to go PP off your your coach one more time. How cool was that? Right. It's a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. I missed it. Yeah. The season ended right, so early. So what, how hard was it, man? March hit. What did you do at the beginning of March? How did the rest of your uh, two or three months, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been working out a lot. I took over Chris Bobby's house and worked out over there since we can't really go in gyms there anymore or anything. Sure. Uh, I've been working a little bit. Just Doing your thing on James Island. Now, if you look over here, I believe that's the new football coach, Coach McCoy. Now, that's pretty impressive. This guy hadn't even been on the first snap of the football field yet. He's already supporting the team. I'm pretty sure that's him. Uh, I mean, yeah, it looks yes, like sir, a James Island shirt, right? Yes, sir. That's a pretty big dude. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a cool thing to see a guy like that, man. But I lived on James Island over there off of Camp Road in Dover and Apartments. So I'm, I'm originally from Myrtle Beach, and I always tell everybody, James Island and Surfside. Merle Zimmer, mm-hmm. we're exactly like, brother. Yeah, the, the relationships that we have at Beach, Folly Beach, weather. And I told him, I said, you got to own three places, James Island, Folly Beach, and Mosquito Beach. You own yeah, those yeah. three things, you can own the island, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mosquitoes are always a problem there. Yeah. So talk to me, man. So when you look back at James Island, your three years, your four years, all the time you spent there, give me a memory that you'll always remember in your baseball days. Uh, probably bus rides. Uh, I love going on the bus with my boys and just having fun, and especially if we get a win on the way home, it's the best. No doubt, man. So the future, what does it hold for you, man? Where are you going after this? Uh, I'm going to Clemson University, study economics. Try to walk out and hang out with Monty a little bit if uh, you can. Uh, I know a few boys that are going there. So yeah? I might see if they can hook me up. Hey, just walk out. Do what you do out here, man. We're going to catch you on your way back through. You can give that back to Eugene. Appreciate you, man. Thank Good you. luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The young man just all smiles. And that's, again... As we're coming to you live from Shipyard Park right here in Mount Pleasant. And it is a beautiful field with a ton of hospitality. And we're hanging out at the one and only Connor Bone. Now, this young man is a multi-year starter for Wando. He's committed to Gardner-Webb University. I know the kid from way back when. And that one's going to have everything in the pond. And there it goes, ladies and gentlemen, another home run here. A different night tonight as we're out and about on a beautiful night in the ballpark. A great crowd. Eugene, at one point, we're going to have to get 
Coach called out of the stands. Got to bring him over here. We're actually going to have to get that other coach over there out of the stands. Definitely got to get him over here as well, both of them, right? Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go check on Coach McCoy over here. You can take the mic, though, and then I don't know if you can hand him your headset or something. I'll talk to him while you walk it over there. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll check in with this young man here. Connor Bone checking in. What's up, brother? How's everything? Uh, glad to see you back out here. Yes, sir. Nice to be out somewhere playing baseball. You got back after it, man. Now, I remember it was about four years ago, maybe three years ago, I met you at Somerville Little League. You remember that day? Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Good, time. Good times indeed. So let's talk a little bit about your time there. Of course, uh, you're looking here at the multi-year starter over at Wando, committed to Gardner-Webb. Why Gardner-Webb to play baseball? What made you pick that school out of all the schools that were conversating with you? Well, they're actually uh, having a developmental team this year for only freshmen. So I feel like we can build up team chemistry there. And it's like the first time I've ever heard that, too. So we can build up team chemistry there. We've been really good by uh, seniors. How big was it for you to, when you started to kind of put everything in perspective, you saw the season, and, of course, I had the conversation with your mom and how just these guys were able to really kind of put everything into play. And you guys, I believe, went to the field. They cut on the line. You kind of had that emotional moment. What did it mean to you for them to do something like that? Oh, I mean, it meant a lot. Like, no one was really thinking about it or saying anything about it, you know. But uh, that, that that was really deep. I have a connection with one. We, I felt like we were going to be really good that year, too. So, I mean, it's nice to have some recognition for it for that season. Yeah, I really appreciate it for it. Now, talk to me about your athletic director, man. I, you know, hearts and thoughts and prayers go to you guys. Losing a guy who was a huge, not only in the Wando community, but in the low country around the great state of South Carolina means a lot. Tell us about your athletic director who just only a few, what, not a month ago uh, said goodbye and headed to the big house. Yeah, I mean, it's real sad. It's real sad. Uh, he was a really nice guy. You go through him for anything. I mean, he, died in the, he went out on the best note possible, seriously. Uh, he, he couldn't have been a better guy to everybody, everyone around him. He made everyone else happy around him. And, uh, yeah, just all in all, a good guy. Now, of course, you guys did a birthday parade for him. I thought that was pretty neat yes, as well. And uh, we started to put things together. So, real quick, before I get you out of here, man, major-wise, what you're looking to be uh, when you get out of college, and uh, what are you going to major when you get there? Um, getting my MBA, hopefully getting a business major. So, yeah, going down that path. We'll see how it goes. Cool, man. We'll come back around and say hello to me, brother. Yes, good job. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Connor, Connor Bone joins in with us from Wando. They've uh, great baseball over there, great football. Their football yeah. program, by the way, went eight and three quietly, one of the best teams in the low country. Wow. Didn't get a lot of attention for some reason, but I got to give it to them when they earn it there. Now, Eugene, did you get a chance to talk to them? Well, you know, they're in the same uh, league there. and the, Well, that, maybe not the same actual division or conference, but, you know, they play Fort D. Well, they're the other year they well, they're actually they're actually in the Berkeley side. They do play 4D. They do play Somerville, but they're actually in that Goose Creek, that Berkeley, that Berkeley County side of things. And so, to me, you know, in the last couple of years, no knock to Stall or no knock to Ashley Ridge, but I think that side of the division actually is a little bit tougher. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, the Wando game for that conference title just came down to Manny Macama, and we know what he did against everybody. Tell us and I think, uh, if my math is correct, this is the actually second win they've ever had under uh, Coach Noonan. I think he's there about 12 years. But they did win that first playoff game up at Conway. Right. Yeah, that was a big game here. Conway traditionally is one of the better programs in 4A, or now 5A, of course, yeah. as we've moved up grades here. But, uh, of course, uh, Coach Jordan was up there for a long time, and now they've got uh, a coach there that's building it as he can. And his son actually is the quarterback there at Conway. So, 
be interesting to see how they end up coming up here. Who's batting up here with us now, Eugene? That's Big Darren Kraft from Oceanside. Oceanside is back up on the block here. Darren Kraft trying to – Yeah, I don't know if you saw that one that went off the scoreboard earlier. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we were were chalking it up here. He bats right, committed to Erskine College. He's actually going to go to school with a kid from Somerville. His teammate's actually here. And uh, we may even bring him down here on the field, man. I'll tell you what. We'll see what we can get here in six outs. First baseman, 2019 All-Region player. Of course, last year they were cut just a little bit short. But Oceanside, Capham, throwing it to him. Is that one of the no Oceanside doubt. coach there, or is that a dad? No, actually, I was going to say no doubt. That, you know, this event just uh, made something even more special. Last time he gets to take swings, you know, represent Oceanside, that's his father out there throwing BP. That's a shot, by the way. Yeah, we're – it did get out. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as that thing hit the bat, no doubt about it. That thing's between left and center, somewhere around three. Let's give it some about three, four, five. Ooh. And his father. If anybody him. can hit him, his dad can hit him. That's for not cleaning your room. <laughs> Dad's throwing a little chin music out there. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> Did you have a chance to catch up with Coach McCoy over there? He looks like he belongs here with that James Allen shirt. He's stretched out. He's just another day at the ballpark for the big guy, right? Yeah, I did speak with Coach McCoy. He's going to try to get down the uh, path here and head over there just shortly. Who's that with him? Oh, that's his wide receiver coach. Right beside him, that's the wide receiver's coach. We get a get coach call over here in a little bit, too. We got some high school well, football this, coaches. After, after Kraft's done, in between the sessions, we're telling it up. We'll have these guys come around. Yeah, just do that, Eugene. Good time tonight here and. Um, Good stuff here tonight. Here's we're going to interview the big Darren Kraft here in just a little bit. I hit the lights. So far, so good here tonight. It's kind of a different broadcast here. We're live and local right here in Mount Pleasant at the Shipyard Park. I want to give a tip of the cap to the crew here. These guys have done a phenomenal job. Getting us ready. Uh, you look at the stands. It's packed out. He told me he's been charging 100 bucks an hour to park his boat out there. With the so uh, you can hear Eugene back in the background hanging out with Kevin Villadue and uh, a few others around him as well. Good stuff here. A beautiful no, uh, ballpark. Not too hot here. And I think that's kind of the key. We got very lucky here. This is an all-ash. Right, going to be right just there. a little bit here. We're going to bring that mic over real quick. To try to catch this man here. He's going to give Dad some love. His dad peed him one time. I'm going to get Dad over here, too. So we'll see what we got here, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to this young man. And Darren Kraft going to join us here. How many did he get there? In the front? Yeah, get the big Kraft here, too, because he just beamed his kid. we got to talk to him. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Man, what was it like, dude? Dad just beamed you, bro. You didn't charge. You had a, you could have could have done it. I had faith. No, I didn't think you did on purpose. Is that the way he got you? Man. So talk to me, man. Of course, you're batting right, committed to Erskine. One of your Erskine buddies from uh, University, or over there at, uh, from Somerville is here watching you too as well, right? How cool is it to watch the soon-to-be two-made out here supporting you? How much does that mean to you? I mean a lot, actually, starting the team this year early like that. Right. And I played some of them all from last year. So yeah. I started a friendship with him. He's a nice kid. So looking forward to it. What are you going to major in, man? What reasons, uh, what, what made you kind of lean into that direction to go play? So um, after going to Canford, very nice people accepted me right when I stepped on campus. Right. And I just thought 
be the best. Gotcha, man. So um, when you look at it, you've got, I think, a McCurry that's already up there. Oh, was it um, Graham McCurry? Is he already up there? Yeah, he actually reached out to me earlier today uh, to have a low country feel. What is it about that school with the low country scenes? You guys seem to kind of migrate to that direction. Well, I mean, I'm originally from Michigan, so I'm used huh? to colder weather and stuff like that. So I'm ready for it. And like I said, the campus very nice. It's been a nice open Gotcha. I love it up there. Beautiful. Well, cool, man. We appreciate what you do, man. Good luck the rest of the way. We'll catch you again. I'm sure you're going to hit a few more dingers along the way. Give the mic to Dad. Let me see why he decided to take you out real quick. What's up? How you doing? How you doing, brother? So what was it like for you tonight to get one more chance to have a nice moment here with your son? You beamed him on purpose. I mean, you and I both know this. I usually do that every round. I'm sure he gets a little cocky. Right. So when you've seen his success as a father, and I, of course, I've got a son graduating next year, but, but watching his growth here, what, what does it mean to you? And to see him sign on to a program like Erskine, you know, as a father, what does it mean to you to see his success? I got to tell you, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day. Uh, how he'd sit in the yard and just play with a plastic ball and a pee and a bat, and he'd hit a ball and come back, back and forth. It seemed like yesterday. So uh, right. just to watch him grow, and then here I am, you can hit the ball farther than I can. Uh, run faster, you can right. Right. Well, it's all Starbucks and Chick-fil-A, by the way. That's why these kids are bigger, man. We right appreciate on. you, man. Right so uh, keep checking in with us. And uh, I'm going to get you on the radio when it's a little bit more directed towards, because there's a lot of questions I want you to answer for parents who have never gone through this process. You've learned a lot. You can take your knowledge and you can help my, you know, the listening base and we can continue to grow together. Yeah, you were over in um, at Charleston Southern. Southern. Yep, that is correct. See, look at there. So I was able to help you before I even knew. So that's even great, man. We appreciate everything. And uh, again, you've done a great job. And thank you for letting us hang out with them. And uh, I am going to get you involved during the show. So no doubt, come back over when you get off the mound. All right, thank you very much. All right, so now let's. Uh, we're going to take the trip to James Island. Coach McCoy, the big man. What's up, dude? <laughs> we're good. So. Uh, I'm going to – have you ever met Coach Joe Call? Yeah, so if you look behind you, that's Oceanside. That's Joe Call. Right, he used to be at Somerville. All right. So now he's here. Well, he's not here. He's over there. But uh, but we were, I was talking to uh, your wide receiver. Well, no, it wasn't. I was talking to one of the assistant coaches on the baseball team earlier about you. Right, right, right. So, uh, so what's been going on? I appreciate you coming out here tonight. It means a lot. I looked over. I said, yeah, no doubt, dude. The big guy's sitting right there, man. I was like, you made it. Right. And uh, that's what it's about. It's about team camp community. It's about the outreach. It's about the things we talked about. It's not just sports. It's the things that sports brings to the table, right, Coach? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's about, you know, getting these kids together that they missed their senior year of baseball. Just out here to support uh, Charleston area kids out here in the low country. So, uh, I'm enjoying it. Man, some of these kids, I think, would be great football players. They would. Big boys out here. <laughs> yeah, they definitely would. Like this right here at the, at the homemade Oceanside wife beater on. Yeah. He's a big kid. We've had some other big kids out here. And then there's some kids you would think would play football. They don't play football. How much has that been hard? Because, you know, we, we've got so many parents now that are specializing in sports, and yet you hear everybody talking about playing multiple sports. You and I grew up playing, if not three or four sports. The Olympics was the same way. The Olympic gold medals, everybody there was playing three or four sports. How much in James Island has have you seen that already? Are you looking forward to having these conversations with these moms and dads saying, "Look, don't specialize, don't cut yourself short because you don't know this might not even be your sport." Right. We well, you know, we've already had that conversation uh, when I got here in March. You know, we had a parent meeting. I let them know I was a multi-sport athlete, and uh, you know, if your if your child isn't, he need to he or she needs to look hey, into playing another sport. Out. You know, you'll hear a lot of the uh, the big Power Five coaches, Coach Orgeron. 
Coach, uh, Coach Mac Brown, uh, Coach Fuentes, they've all talked about how they look for kids that play multiple sports because it shows them that a kid, uh, the duality of a child, you know, being athletic in one arena, seeing that that child can be athletic in another arena. So uh, playing multiple sports, I think, is a great thing. And, you know, I would caution any parent to, to not allow their child to specialize in one thing, you know, right. they might miss out uh, in another sport. Yeah, no doubt. Now, of course, uh, the one sport we're connected to, oh, the dead center, 398, 392 oh, yeah. at least, right, dead center field. This kid, oh, by the way, committed to the University of South Carolina to play baseball. Golly, I can see why. <laughs> now, the one thing that, that, that's been coming out in high school, of course, is the football conversation. These guys don't want to play in the fall. You guys want to play in the fall, but realistically, health reasons. I mean, there's a lot going on. And tomorrow, around 11 o'clock, the appeal panel will hear that Lexington plan and, and – just kind of in your thoughts, you know, if you were that decision maker, would you play in the spring? Would you play in the fall? What would you say how we handle this? Well, I'm, I'm out here on the baseball field now, so I'm not going to disrespect these guys. But uh, my personal opinion is I, I think that, that football should be played later uh, so we can get some clarity and, and a vaccine for this virus. Uh, I'd much rather have all this stuff behind us and have a full football season than a, a partial football season. Uh, you know, I – I love the game of baseball. Uh, I take my family to games all the time. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I'm a football coach. So, you know, I want to do what's, what's right for football, you know. So I got on my football hat. And, uh, I love to see football push back to the spring, you know. Right. And, and I mean, if baseball don't want to play in the fall, you know, let's bring some, some honest, uh, responsible, re- reliable solutions to the table, you know. Right. Uh, let's just get out of the no, 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 no mentality. And, uh, let's, let's be solution-driven. Right. I agree with you. Now, of course, you put a tweet out last week. We talked about it on the radio about getting this low country group of guys together. You got a lot of positive feedback out of that. Have you had a chance? And I am going to connect you with Coach Paul before you get here because he's a number one. He's a God feared man. That's kind of dudes that we want to be around every Absolutely. day. Right? And he's also a family man. So there's two, two in the right area for us. And then he's a football coach. You guys have a lot in common. <laughs> that being said, uh, you know, when, when you have this kind of stuff, have you had any conversations with any of the low country coaches about what we need to be doing here in the low country to take care of what we do best? Um, yeah, uh, actually on the way over here, I had a conversation about it with uh, the coach from St. John's. And, you know, we just want to get all the coaches uh, to the table to discuss uh, what's best for us. And, and not even right now amid the COVID, but, you know, going forward in the future because uh, this won't last always. So, uh, soon we'll have a vaccine and we'll be on the other side of this thing. But, you know, going forward, there are other uh, adversities that we will encounter. So, you know, to get the coach together, to, to kind of brainstorm, have a think tank um, to, to combat any of those. You know, I, I feel like right now the high school league has missed a, a great opportunity to have all the, the high school coaches get in on the Zoom and voice their opinion, you know. So um, I want to try to get that started here. Uh, Charleston area and uh, see what, what coaches would, would want to come to the table and just, I mean, it's, we can discuss, we can talk uh, about how we can move football in the low country forward. Gotcha, Coach. Well, as always, we appreciate your support of Southern Sports Central. We're going to continue to grow in your program. we got to get one of these shirts, by the way. We'll work on that one here at some point. We're going to get some lunch over at Folly uh, here in the next couple of days, my friend, but uh, anything we can do for you, your program, any of the programs over on James Island, don't hesitate to utilize us as an opportunity and a platform. Hey, I appreciate it. Go Trojans. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only the coach from James Island, Coach McCoy, joins us here live. And uh, we are going to quickly, I think, take a quick break. 
And uh, when we come back, well, we'll have some more conversations here as we're coming to you live from Shipyard Park. And, uh, again, we want to thank everybody for everything that they do around the low country to put this wonderful event together, guys. Don't go anywhere. Everybody, I'm Rich Yellen alongside Eugene Benton coming to you live from Shipyard Park, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, Home Run Derby 2020. As we've got about seven schools and about 11 dudes here getting after it here on a beautiful Tuesday night at the ballpark. In the background, dead left field, you'll see the waterway to the right side. You see a very impressive facility, indoor facility. 
Dead center field with the green wall there, 390. We just had in here Coach McCoy, the football coach from James Island. He joined us here for a few minutes. Coach Call, the Oceanside coach, is going to be joining us here in just a minute as well. So we got going on. Eugene, you guys have done a great job. You know, and, and here's the thing, guys. I'm going to tell you what. It takes quite a bit of an army to put this thing together. You know, of course, Oceanside, you got Goose Excuse me. You got um, Oceanside Academic Magnet. Sitting on the one side, Bishop England, West Ashley, James Island, Wanda, and Berkeley, all the schools here that put it together. But when you look at the guys that put this together, and it's Southern Sports Central, you've got the G team that's come in here, Kevin Billadu representing Channel 5. That, to me, is what it is. When you talk about it, it takes the village to raise, you know, those in the village, or the villagers, if you will. Now, we're going to get you caught up. Eugene, I don't know, do you have a couple of stats there? Who won the last round and, and the numbers out of, the, out of this last round? Yeah, actually, um, that last round was a, you know, it was a swing off because we couldn't get a wild card because we had four guys tied at four home runs. Sure. So we'll come out and won it with three. What we will do is we'll get a picture of all these dudes here before they get out of here. We'll have it on our social media. We're really excited to be of the first ever 2020 home run derby. Go ahead, Gene. I was going to say, just to catch everybody up, we're now in round two. Sobel's batting first. So it is going to be Sobel in the fourth spot against Hudson, who is in the first spot. And we got Darren Kraft, who'll be in the number two, facing uh, Elias from West Ashley as the number four seed. So that is your final bracket. You got one and four, Hudson and Sobel. And two, three, Elias and Kraft. There you go, trying to get everything together. Oceanside right now in the batter's box here for round two. And this kid is, uh, by that the might way, be four. He's got it. He's shooting it for the boat going by in the backdrop. And, uh, again, a lot of good crowd here as we are excited about opportunity to get these young men one more chance to be competitive, to get after it here with their fellow Teammates for some of them and uh, competitors for some of the other ones. This is going to be the final pitch. Hey, now going to let that one ride. Ray Sobel up here with the homemade swag shirt. A white beater with Oceanside initials here. That's four. Four. Good deal. I'll let you walk over there and ask him. Get, get over and ask him a couple questions, Eugene. Kind of get his thoughts here. He's already went through it one time. Go ahead and ask Ray a, a few things. Just kind of see his thought process. He's been through it one time. What's his thought going in it in the second round? By the way, we're getting ready to check in here to uh, – Gray now. So, Gray, you made it to the second round. Did you think you'd make it out of the second round after you saw who was in your bracket? Oh, no, I did not. He's a pretty powerful guy. <laughs> In the first round, you faced uh, guys like uh, Cino and some other these uh, other guys that were in your bracket. Yeah, you know, immediately I saw Cino in my group. You know, pretty pure power hitter. I was like, man, I'm not gonna make it out of this group. But you know, I just had a battle and I got. I mean, so lucky. Starting now, ten out. Who'd you have out here? Uh, my little brother Jackson. Jackson. Ask him how come he didn't take one off him. He could have hit him. <laughs> when you take one off of him, you could have hit him. <laughs> <laughs> Their mom's in the stands. He didn't want to. Yeah. No doubt. 
I didn't hear it. We didn't right, hear well, the we'll sit here and see how he goes. He, who knows, man? Maybe in the final round. We'll see how it goes, Buzz. All right, so now we're going to back to the batter's box here. We're checking with Jed Hudson. This young man cranked out 15 in round one. Let's see if he's got any more. This kid has got one of the most, I would say, smoothest swings I've seen in quite some time, and he's heading when he gets out of Southern Westland University where he'll be playing uh, baseball. But, again, this young cat should be playing some football somewhere. And uh, you start to kind of see him able to crank it out there. He blew 15 out of the park in round one. Round two, he's up to six outs. How many home runs are we looking at, Eugene? We have two. Two home runs. We saw this in that Somerville home run derby. And that's a deep shot, but it's not going to get out of the park. There's a shot there, and that's going to be fouled off. We're up to eight outs. Good crowd here on this beautiful night in summer. Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. There's a drive opposite field. If it's got enough, but it does not. And he's going to sit with two. And again, he went from 15 to two. And who do you think the first guy to welcome him over there is Mr. Mr. Sobel? Mr. Sobel, the guy that just knocked him out. He just knocked. Oh man, that's awesome. That's a game of baseball for you. Wow. Now we're going to go back to West Ashley here, and it's going to be Mr. Elias going to check in here with us. Good stuff here. The fun. There she is right behind us. Who's that? Double's in the fun. You can make that. <laughs> Wait, if you look, at it, you look at his face, I don't think he expected it. Beautiful night here in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, Shipyard Park, coming to you live. I'm Rich Yelm alongside Eugene Benton and a slew of baseball players, parents, fans, and friends on a beautiful Tuesday. Tori's got a pretty good uh, pretty good gig going with that microphone. For somebody who said he didn't like to do it, he sure likes to be good at it. Not a fan. Not a fan? <laughs> oh, man. He's working a sweat up over there. Of course, uh, he's part of that G team that we've partnered with, former uh, River Dogs coach. There's two. Now he's getting hot. He's getting in the right spot. Two home runs. There's a drive dead center field, and let's see if it's got enough. Wind caught it, and it pulled it in. He bounced it into the river. There's a shot, but it's up high, and... Down it goes. You know, the one thing I can say again, and you were on the field at Somerville, Eugene, definitely a lot cooler down here than what you dealt with in uh, Mega Hagen. Yeah, no doubt, man. I, I thought I lost about three pounds of weight <laughs> at that field, which was good for me. But right. out here, you know, I, and I expected it to be hotter here. It was earlier, but we just have a nice breeze every once walking off the ocean. You know, it's going to get some shade around us, things like that. So it's not bad. And the field, actually, you would think this field would make it hotter. It, it, you know, again, it's a, it's an astroturf field, right? I mean, you know, you're sitting here, and, you know, it doesn't it doesn't breathe very well. That comes back at me. It's the second one. But uh, Yeah, and you feel it behind you, though. You have this big, tall grandstand that's creating a lot of shade on this field right now. Sure. Three. 
And as you start to kind of see these young men, I do want to make sure before they get out of here, we take a good picture maybe in the backdrop and see if they can freeze the Southern Sports Central logo back there. We can get a memory made for them. How about it there? The young man's going to come off the field. Uh, you can see it. Uh, he's a little bit tired coming off. Tip of the cap to the catchers. The young guys are catching them. In and out they go. Of course, uh, the JV kids, so it looks like I think Wando's one gentleman. Eugene is the other young man. Is he an ocean kid? Yeah, this is a big Darren Kraft. His father will be uh, pitching CP again to him. So he needs four. If we get four, they'll be just similar to the Somerville thing. It'll be a all ocean side final. Really? Check that out. Did we see that coming? We did not see that coming. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. And here's the father-son connection here. They're just kind of warming back up again. You're just checking in here with us. It's Darren Kraft, right? Committed to Erskine College. Third baseman, first baseman, 2019 all-region player. Ooh, and that one. Here's the pitch, and that's going to be a little high. Dad, we interviewed him earlier, Eugene. He said he hit him on purpose to kind of keep him grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to keep him uh, honest. So we're excited here to uh, do what we do here at Southern Sports Central. Stay involved in the community. Don't forget, we will be in Charlotte on the 31st doing the same thing that we're doing here. Uh, but we'll have uh, the guys walking over to us. We'll have a lot of coaches, a lot of instructors talking to us. So it'll be a good time tonight. I want to thank everybody who's listening in here and uh, hopefully enjoy the Home Run Derby. Good to hear the noise in the background and the ting of the bat. Something about that metal bat just separates it. The wooden bat gives a little different hit off of it. Eugene, have you had a chance to watch any baseball on TV? I watched the Cubs game. Did you? Did you hear how they kind of added in the noise? I don't like it. Don't like it. it. I was uncomfortable. It almost made me uncomfortable. I turned it off. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. Go with the other noise. If there's no noise, let the guys in the dugout make noises. That's what they do in WWE, man. They make the rippers come back out and hoot and holler. Well, well, it sounds like uh, if you were to turn your headphones onto that metallic sound, it just yeah. sounds like you're in a can. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> man, oh, man, here we go. The good shot here. That's a big hit, but that's not what we need here in the park. Yep. Coming up to the final round. This is round two. It was an all it was all summer of a final just a month ago, and again, that's a cranker. If he hits one, it'll be an all ocean side final. Just like this, one swing away, and here's the hard part. You got it. Uh, that's it. And that's it. He's going to shut right, it down. We're going to take a break. A, yeah, let's take a break with him, guys. Crowd here tonight as we're uh, live here at the. Park. We're going to get Coach Call to join us here at some point. We'll talk to him about uh, his Oceanside guys because uh, it's kind of fitting. We'll be right back. You're listening to Southern Sports Central Live at Shipyard. It is Home Run Derby 2020.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Yellen, alongside Eugene Benton here for the Southern Sports Center Home Run Derby 2020 at Chipyard Park. Of course, we got a great crowd here, as well as a very impressive group of young men that represent seven different schools, 11 different dudes, and we're at the final four, I believe. Is we're down? Is it four, Eugene, that we're down to? Is it four or three? How many we got down to right now? Two? Yeah, we're down to the final two, and it's an Oceanside party. And Why not bring in an Oceanside coach? And that's Joe Call. What's up, coach? Hey, what's up, man? Glad to be here. Yeah, a little, little Oceanside final. Yeah, how cool uh, yeah, is that's this? Yeah, kind of cool. You know, these, uh, these guys put on quite a show out here. But uh, glad to see uh, one of our, our former uh, football players here, too. Uh, right. Gray Sobel. Um, hey, he just finished up here in the final. Uh, yeah, I picked him right at the beginning, uh, Citadel Bulldog. So I had to go with my Citadel Bulldog guy. Yeah, no doubt. He said uh, he picked the Citadel for multiple reasons, and I figured that was kind of home to you going to the Citadel playing for the Bulldogs in the football world. For sure, but you see these kids from Oceanside, and you know I asked one of the young men about why Oceanside. What, what about Oceanside makes it different? You've had some time since you've been over there, and, and taking that opportunity to, to go into your next chapter in life. Well, what is it about Oceanside and these young men that you see day in and day out? And I'm not surprised to see these two guys in the finals, by the way. Yeah, you know, just um, you know, being, being around the school and the administration, and you know uh, all all the players now. You know, being able to you know, just kind of see that that real family. You know, atmosphere that is there, and you, know, you can see it, like all the sports both for each other. You know, looking around the, the crowd here. You know, there's not just uh, baseball parents here, there's baseball parents here, there's uh, uh, volleyball parents here. You know, there's basketball uh, kids. You know, they're just from all the different schools. You know, uh, football coaches out here and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, a lot of, lot of the, uh, uh, you know, just a lot of support. Good, good family, family atmosphere at, at Oceanside. And I know the, the kids talk a lot about. You know, they enjoy the schedule and they enjoy the, you know, the. Uh, the online classes and you know, kind of getting practice and you know, kind of putting a, a lot of emphasis on athletics. So, uh, you know, it's just a, uh, it's a good environment, but, but really the way they support each other, you know, that right. they come out and, and they really have each other's back. And you know, the, the entire school's like that, you know, with their support, you know. And uh, just, uh, you know, coming out here at Home Run Derby, see these, uh, these seniors get to have one last go at it. You know, they're coming out here to see their friends, you know, and they're, they're good good friends that they see around the school all the time and they've kind of grown up with. So, it's a uh, great school, great, you know, just a smaller community and they really pull for each other no doubt now you've been practicing on the football side coach real quick for uh we get this home run derby uh you guys haven't stopped you guys are still going at it berkeley county i believe they're still going at it but you know the proposal tomorrow is going to be and that's gone by the way deeply seated into the river wow look at that that's in the water yeah that took a bath now that being said you know tomorrow we'll find out about the proposal being appealed your thoughts on it i know there's a lot of coaches we talked to the just moments ago from James Allen, but what's your thoughts on it? And, and if it was up to you, would you play in the spring or would you wait? Or would you yeah. wait play in the spring or would you go ahead now and, and get it ready in the fall? Yeah, there's so many arguments both ways. Oh, I think he just hit a walk off. He just hit a walk off. Wow, that's a bomb. Well, let's do this, coach. Let's table that real quick. I'm gonna yeah, get we'll you my microphone real quick, and uh, we'll, we'll get back in here with you in just a second. And uh, get Eugene in here just like this. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a winner, and it was a very interesting deal. As Darren Kraft wins the Home Run Derby, the first annual Home Run Derby 2020, and then fashion, very excited here to uh, to have him ready to rock and roll here. We're going to get him in here in just a little bit to talk about this, but when you look at Darren Kraft, this kid – Number one, it, it means so much more, not just because he won the home run derby, not just because he's out here with his dudes, not just because he's got a teammate or two or three or four out here and a few of his closest friends, 
but it's his dad that's out here. His dad got a chance to throw to him one more time. What a family-friendly situation. And, and, and to be honest with you, something that these young men will never, ever forget here as uh, we start to kind of put everything together. Eugene, of course, is giving the award ceremony away right now. I will say this. It has been a, an incredible event. I'm going to hang up or I'm going to go on pause and let Eugene's mic take it up. Mike's real quick, try to pick up a little bit better feed with him. Oh, but about three weeks ago, the worst thing that happened. 
what the nightlife plan means, to play with all these guys, to beat this dude, this real kind of going against day in day out, what does it mean to win this Olympic medal? Um, today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.